This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. See? You feel it? You feel it? It's on to the break of dawn. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! It cleared up that Edinburgh is actually Scotland last night. Is it? Yeah. Seriously? I didn't know. Oh, my God. Dublin is Ireland. Did you know that? It's Italy and Rome. Rome is Italy. Yes. Rome is in Italy. Rome Scotland. is the capital of Italy. Do you see what is I mean? It? It's Barcelona in Rome. Barcelona is in Italy. I thought it was Spanish. It is up to us, up to imagination, to stand up and fight against this evil that is facing us. We are God's nation. We are God's people. We must fight these guys. It's called, like, up here, and it's called memory, and it's called other things. And now, I'm so sorry, how's your penis? Sore, how's your penis? Sore. Our feature presentation. <laughs> it's a strange thing <laughs> to have a penis check first thing. Mm-hmm. Is that common for guys? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Tuesday morning, the 9th of July. Kevin, you get attacked by anything on the way in this morning? I did not. No um, no way, sinkholes opened up in front no, of your vehicle? No, all good. No, um... Nope. No meteors came out of the sky and struck you? No. I just felt like after the brown recluse, there's a target on your back. And how come my brown recluse couldn't have been radioactive? Yeah. Right? It's a bummer. Yeah, that's disappointing. Oh, that's that disappointing. <sighs> The uh, universe is out to get you, man. Well, it is. <laughs> I have no answer to that. <laughs> well said. <laughs> sure seems like it is. <laughs> Seen any more spiders around the house? I have. Oh, oh, no. Killed another one yesterday. Oh, what a oh, bad man. Oh, I'm a bad man for killing a spider. Yes, you are. Yeah, you need, to, you need to keep killing those bad boys in your house. Right? For That's sure. That's my point. For How sure. Dare you. How dare you. This is... Honestly, Bean, if there's any time for you to not have this argument for, with mm-hmm. me, it's right now. Give it some time? Yeah. So, <laughs> right. a minute. At Just a minute. Wait, at least wait till the last spider bite heals. <laughs> yes. And then start bringing it up again? Yeah. While we were uh, out on break, there was a very disturbing thing that happened at a Walmart store in Lufkin, Texas, which is about uh, 120 miles from Houston. Kevin, you probably missed this. I did, but, yeah. Um, Teenage girl walked into the Walmart store and walked up to the ice cream uh, section of the Walmart and took out a carton of uh, Blue Bell ice cream, Mm -hmm. licked it, and then put it back on the shelf (laughs) and then walked out of the store. And uh, do we know why? People were not pleased. Of course not. Um, Allie, she filmed it and put it up online, right? Yeah, it went viral went real viral quick. Went viral very fast, yeah. yeah. So you think and that's why she did it? It's the ice cream challenge. It became the ice cream challenge. Oh, but, no. But my question is, Allie, because I may not have paid as close attention to this as, as you did, did she start the ice cream challenge or did it already exist and this was just her entry into the ice cream challenge? I felt like she was the first one I saw. First so. one I heard about, too. How yeah. is this a challenge? 
Yeah. The challenge is how not to be murdered. Because if I saw her do that, I would murder her in the middle of Ralph's. Mm. Don't mess with food. You're disgusting. You're a sick person. Yeah. Well, it turns out she was only 17. And uh, um, so the case was turned over to the Texas Juvenile Justice Department because she's a, uh, a minor. And they were able to track her down because if you commit a crime and then put it up online, they're going to find you. Mm-hmm. Right? That does seem to f- follow. Yeah, that okay. tracks. So that all happened early uh, early last week, I guess. Well, now the ice cream challenge has taken off, as you can imagine. Lots of people are doing it. And there's a fascinating case right here in my state of Louisiana of a guy named Lenise Lloyd Martin III. He is 36 years old. He is unemployed. And he thought he'd get in on the ice cream challenge, too. So he did it. He posted the video on Facebook of himself licking a carton of ice cream in a supermarket. But then he bought the ice cream and took it home. Okay, so he didn't, like, leave it Maybe behind. Maybe he doesn't understand. <laughs> he didn't leave it behind for somebody else to find. He didn't create a panic, or so he thought. Well, so he did all that, and he thought, well, I'm in the clear because I licked my own ice cream, essentially. Right. Right? So he didn't feel like he had done anything wrong. He did it because he just wanted the notoriety of being part of the ice cream challenge. But he has now been charged with criminal mischief for tampering with a product before he purchased it, which I think is so fascinating because I feel like I have seen a lot of people open up a package in a supermarket that they are then taking up to the register to buy. Absolutely. I do that a lot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, even just like a bottle of water. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. a bottle of water. Go ahead and take a swig before you get to the register because you're paying for it. It's yours. Right, exactly. Well, this guy was arrested, charged with criminal mischief for tampering with a product before he purchased it and with, and this is what really has caused controversy here in Louisiana, unlawful posting of criminal activity for notoriety and publicity, which is a rarely used Louisiana law that makes distributing a video of oneself breaking the law punishable as an additional crime. Wow. Oh. He will spend at least four nights in jail awaiting his bail hearing. In Louisiana, this is all for licking ice cream that he bought, by the way. Seems a little much. In Louisiana, authorities have 72 hours to bring suspects before a judge, but because of the July 4th holiday, the clock did not start ticking until Monday. So yesterday, so the whole time he was in the 4th of July weekend, he's in jail, and the clock isn't even ticking until Monday. So now it is, and now they still haven't charged him yet, so he's still in jail. Wow. So the earliest that he's going to be able to post bail, assuming they charge him on Wednesday, is Wednesday. So Small this- talk in the jail. Hey, what are you in for? I killed the guy. You? <laughs> Lick some ice cream. Lick some ice cream that I what? then bought. You licked ice cream and then bought it? <laughs> I'm staying away from you. So it does seem, I don't know, highly aggressive. It's yeah, very excessive. So. Do you think that this man committed a crime by licking the ice cream and then filming it, licking the ice cream and then buying it and walking out of the store? Because he bought it and walked out of the store with it. No. Mm -hmm. Do you think it should be a crime that he then posted it on, in his particular case, not somebody who actually did commit a crime, but in his particular case, do you think he should be in any kind of trouble for posting it on Facebook? I'll say it. I'll say this. You're 36 years old. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, there is that point. it doesn't matter if you're unemployed. Unemployed people still have a brain, correct? Um, this guy I'm not so sure about. Okay. Well, <laughs> but, well, wait. Let me ask you a question. Did he put himself buying the ice cream and taking it home on the video that he put online? 
I did think, it just look like he did the ice cream challenge? Yeah, thing? I think he probably accomplished the ice cream challenge and said, okay, now I've got that. I can put that up online. Now I'll go ahead and buy the ice cream. So I think out. maybe he could be charged under that under the law that you have there. Oh, yeah. you're because saying that he didn't videotape him then going to the register with it? Right. No. Oh, left that part off. I don't think this so. guy. Good. <laughs> I don't think Sit so. in jail. I think he was no. making it look like he was doing the ice cream challenge oh, for reals. Like he no. was a, F him. A, a lick and run. F him. What? Huh? That's possible? <laughs> I might sign up for one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than Postmates. <laughs> so anyway, I'll keep uh, I'll keep you posted and find out what happens. But it just seemed like this really spiraled out of control for this dude. Like this is <laughs> he did not expect oh, to spend see, the rest of his life in jail. That whole time I was thinking he then videotapes and bringing it up to the register, paying for it, and being like, <laughs> "There's my challenge." Well, the only reason I ask that is because if they're actually going to charge him with that, he must not have right. That, that, well, yeah. no, but but the, but what they said what they said was that it's against the law to to um, tamper with a product before you purchased it, right? But the charge was putting up video of a crime. That's the additional charge, yeah, yeah. which oh, exactly. is what he did yeah. if he didn't then show that he was bringing it to right. the register, paying for it, all of that, right? Yeah, That's, screw him. It, it now got I out hate of control. Him. I hate everyone. I would say so too. So Good night. I was I was going to do this today, but I am now not. No, I say I mean, you I, do it. I say do it. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it's worth it. <laughs> I think it's a good uh, a good choice on your part. <laughs> Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? What do you expect from that? It's a good question, ma'am. Uh, Comic-Con passes we have for you Ooh. today. That is, that's six, happening next week, you guys. Six o'clock hour. I know. That's crazy. Um, animal stories on the show today. Mm-hmm. People who want to move from Southern California because of the earthquakes. There are a lot of people who claim that or right. sort of or sort of uh, momentarily want to move but there are people who actually move out every time there's an earthquake really I, yeah I mean, I mean i think it's probably a much smaller number but yeah oh yeah i'm sure it's very small but i get in the week in the aftershock weeks i get you're like why am i here when every minute i have to be afraid that the next one is going to be even bigger you know what i mean i understand the uncertainty that feeling sure i would but- think you would have to be almost ready to leave anyway and that was the last excuse you had and that's what pushed you to I do it i would assume that's true yeah it's the last straw and you already had other reasons why you wanted to had to i would think yeah i don't know otherwise sack up <laughs> Um, also, is it a great plan to be married but only live together part of the week? Yes. Yes. And live in separate houses. 100%. Or separate states. <laughs> or separate states, yes. yes. Countries. So, <laughs> countries. So that's coming up as Plans. well. And uh, uh, wedding menus, what's up? So that's coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean. K-U-Rock. Hey, Allie. Hey, Bean. What is happening? How often do you guys check your uh, credit card bills to see what charges are coming in? Or do you just sometimes expect, all right, that seems like a normal billing charge? I I glance. Yeah. There could be stuff I miss. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe you're missing that you're still paying for a Lindsay Lohan app. Um, that she launched in 2017, offered exclusive content for $2.99 a month. Um, Three months later, stopped producing content on it because nobody was, like, really into it, Mm -hmm. but still charging people for it. So she's still selling? she's cashing in on a dormant app. Wow. 
Yeah. I need to check. You really do need That's to check. That's the kind of thing I would do for comedy? Absolutely. Oh, wow. Absolutely, yeah. How, page how six, many people can possibly be subscribed to that? Well, Page Six reports on this story, and they said that um, it's unclear how many paying customers there are, you know, aside from them, because they're the <laughs> ones that noticed it. But yeah, not good. And that's pretty bad. Only three months she was adding content to it, yet still charging people since 2017. God, you're dumb. Yeah. I'm saying just maybe check those. Uh, I might be dumb. I'm not positive. Good idea. No. Yeah. Also, those ones that don't tell you that they're about to, you know, sign you up for that other year uh-huh. that's happening. Those ones always shock Automatic you. renewal. Yeah. yeah. You're like, wait, what? Huh? Oh, that's right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't like those ones. I don't like apps that tell me I'm an idiot. I have enough people in my life, you guys. Remember when I told you that Chris Rock had uh, gone to the people that do the movie Saw and said, listen, I've got a great idea for the next installment of Saw. And they were like, hmm, really? And then he told them his idea and Lionsgate was like, yes, we're doing it. Absolutely. Well, they have now added Samuel L. Jackson to the cast of this Saw reboot. All right. He's going to be joining Chris Rock. Rock is going to be a police detective investigating a series of grisly crimes. And Samuel L. Jackson is going to play his dad. Oh, my God. I love this that so does much. sound great. Already, you guys. <laughs> They're keeping details of the plot under wraps, other than saying it will offer deviously treacherous traps, clever clues, and edge-of-the-seat suspense that fans expect. According to a Lionsgate chairman, this is next level of Saw on full tilt. Who is this guy? We need to talk to this Lionsgate chairman because he's saying all the right things. You know, uh, fun fact, uh, you may not uh, think about this, but uh, Samuel L. Jackson is the biggest box office um, star of all time. Oh, sure. Yeah, Yeah. in terms of of money that his movies have generated, he is number one all-time moneymaker. Fun fact. He is in every movie. Yes, yeah. So that helps. Yes, yeah, that does help. And he's been in things like Star Wars yep. and the Quentin Tarantino movies and, uh, you know, Pulp Fiction and all the, you know, a bunch of the Marvel movies. He's so just it, in it, it all Spider-Man. adds Spider-Man, yeah. He's in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But, uh, incredible. Huh. Uh, no telling if Tobin Bell is involved, but if he isn't, like, they, he's busy, can't do it. Mm-hmm. Kevin, let's hear your jigsaw. Do you want to play a game? Hired. Right? Right? Thank you. So good. Which also brings me to, of course, when we had Jigsaw himself, not only in studio, literally five feet from Kevin's face. How? You'd think at this point, okay, he's five feet from my face. How can every story go back to me? I see his lips moving. There's no way... I'm going to cut him off live in person. I'm not going to play a commercial with his lips still moving. That you mean I like I do actually, when I hang up on people. That I can actually see him. There's no way, right? Right. Hit it. Tobin, thank you for coming in. We oh, appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Thank, thank you, you for your time. Happy on K-Rock. Close your windows. Okay, so you can tell he's saying something. At least he wasn't saying something like about how radio was his favorite thing. <laughs> and just being in here like was life-changing for him. At least it wasn't that, right? Tobin, thank you for coming in. We oh, appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Thank, thank you, you very time. much. I'm happy to be on radio. Yeah, that's yeah. uh that's us just isolating it without the commercial over. Yeah. Happy to be on radio because it's kind of his his thing. It's what he's doing. I didn't want doing people, great work. I didn't want people to hear that though. 
right? So yeah, you want to keep you want to be kind of like subdued about how cool radio exactly. is. You don't want want that to get out. Thank you, Al. <laughs> that was hard to say. <laughs> oh God, I lived for that. That was one of my favorite moments ever on this show. Yeah, it was great. Watching your face realize I just cut off a man and I'm watching his. I'm mouth looking right at him. Move. Yeah, it was good times. It's you not ideal. Isn't that something? It is. <laughs> it is, sir. Ah, anyway, uh, production has officially begun on that Saw reboot, so cannot wait for that. Meantime, has some birthdays for you. Some great people. Courtney Love, Tom Hanks, and Fred Savage. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Look, I'm just saying when there's a long line of cars, in general. Here we go. People aren't paying attention. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And so you can just slide right in when they're not paying attention. Yeah, you should right? be allowed to go in front of everybody else. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Here's the uh, here's the conversation here on the uh, Kevin and Bean Show. I don't know how Dave found this, but it's on a website called carscoop.com. <laughs> the very reputable you know carscoop.com. Sure. Loves carscoop. Have you ever found yourself approaching an exit ramp on a motorway only to realize the very last moment that it's the exit ramp you're meant to take? While it can be tempting to cross through traffic to make the exit, and here's the most humorous thing you'll hear all day. It's generally a better and safer idea to just take the next available exit and backtrack to your destination, which I would like to add as the man reading the article out loud. No one has ever done ever. No one has ever driven. You have not driven past the exit you're supposed to get off on and then done the loop-de-loop to get back. I have just because there are times when you're not paying attention. You go, I I literally, I can't get over to that lane. Oh, yeah. You miss it. Sure. Yeah. But nobody is giving up on on squeezing their way into that exit line and just deciding, oh, this is, uh, I can't get in. I'm going to take the next one. I don't think. I think people people just sit there in that next to the exit lane and wait for an opportunity to get in somewhere. Well, in this particular case in Canada, there was a huge truck and it was slowing down and the guy waited until the very last second and then just forced his way in. Mm -hmm. And when you have a huge truck, that takes a lot longer to stop a huge truck. Sure. So that may not be the best plan. But the huge truck, if I understand your system correctly, Kevin, is also going more slowly than the other traffic on the road, thereby opening up a spot that he could have or you could get in without interrupting anybody else's flow. Yes, but here are my rules. Okay. Because my main thing is stay the F out of people's way. If everybody did that, we'd all be a lot happier. That's a great policy, by the way. Okay, so... If I'm going to do that, it's a long, long line. I pull up. First thing is, if there's no room, you go to the next exit, you get off, you're fine. Most of the time there is, though, because people, when they're at a stop and then they speed up, Mm -hmm. a lot of people aren't paying attention. Yeah. And so they wait and wait, and there's plenty of room to pull in and not slow anyone down because that guy isn't, isn't moving yet. So that's an easy way to do it. If they're stopping, though... If the people all in the line are going and then they're stopping and you force your way in, that makes mm-hmm. it way worse mm-hmm. because the guy behind you now has to hit his brakes a lot more. Mm-hmm. But you can usually find a time when they're just sitting there and they start going. And if they're going forward and somebody isn't paying attention, it's very simple. I always think of, this is so random, but whenever I have to merge, I think of the opening line of the book Less Than Zero by Brett Easton Ellis that's people in L.A. are afraid to merge. And it's... 
it's true. People don't know how to do it. And then there's a-holes like Kevin that are the last-minute mergers. But wait, I thought... So who makes it better? The people that are too afraid to do it, so they're going slow? Or the people that realize the people are going slow, so you get in But I would suggest to you, if I'm going when they're speeding up Mm -hmm. and a car hasn't sped up yet, I'm slowing down no one. That's true. I agree. But... Is there any part of your <clears throat> lizard brain that thinks about the people who How are dare you, 60 cars back in that right-hand lane who are patiently waiting for their turn to get to that exit? Not go-getters. That's what Kevin's right. thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Step it up. Step up your game. <laughs> I mean, because you are... I mean, I'm. I, this is a serious question. As you pass all those people in the right-hand lane to get up to the point where you think you can merge in without slowing down the traffic... Mm-hmm. Do you at all feel bad about those people back there? No, because waiting? no, because with my plan, I'm not slowing anyone down. Mm-hmm. So, so you feel like you're doing them a favor? No, I'm not. I'm doing myself a favor, but I'm not hurting them at all. Okay, because I'm doing it when people are speeding up. If you if people are slowing down, you are an a hole, and you make everybody hit their brakes right. behind you. Yeah, n- you, nobody should make anybody slow down. Right, exactly. So I'm now, just saying. And by the way, also, if they're speeding up and it's let's say halfway there. You don't wait till the very end. If they're speeding up and you're halfway there, go ahead and pull in and right. then wait. Just yeah, just you do. don't mind pulling in and being eight cars back. Yeah, you don't have to go and be the next guy. The I most understand. important thing is that they're speeding up and there's space and you're stopping no one. Well, I have seen articles uh, over the last few years, really, that say that the problem is that everybody is not on the same page with merging. That the most effective thing to do is not to have the right-hand lane with 100 cars in it and then the left-hand lane with eight cars that are all just you know merging at the very end. Right. What needs to happen, but it's hard to change people's driving patterns, is that both of those lanes should be used for merging. In other words... 50 cars in the right-hand lane, 50 cars in the lane next to that, and then merging onto the exit like a zipper. One so car like every right, other one. one. Car yeah. Every, yeah, just like yeah. you do when you get to, you know, when you're merging onto that makes sense. the five or something like that, and everybody has to wait for that little green light because they go one car at a time. In this story in Canada, they gave him a huge ticket. Yes, they did. Is it illegal here? I don't know. Is it illegal in Southern California where you could is, actually get a ticket? Isn't that interesting that none of us know <laughs> that we've been driving in California for so long and have no idea whether that's a ticketable offense or not? I do know that it guarantees you'll be flipped off by a bunch of people. I don't know if that t- is as good. I'm going to say again, not necessarily. If you do it right, not not necessarily. Okay. But I But I do think that the people that you're zipping past to get nearer to the front of the line, right. I do feel like they look at you as a dick. That's possible. Now, you may not be a dick, but, let's but be I'm honest. saying that's the impression that you're giving those people that you're Let's be honest. That happens to me all the time, though, Bean, for a lot of different reasons. So that one doesn't bother me. Well, you also have the honk if you love sex bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> that's true as well. <laughs> all right. We have uh, tickets for you to go to Comic-Con. Oh. And we're going to play a game. Yes. This is uh, the biggest con in the world, by the way, and I mean that in a very complimentary manner. Uh, We have a a pair of passes for San Diego Comic-Con at the convention center in, well, believe it or not, in San Diego, Mm. July 18th through the 21st. We are looking for Comic-Con fans right now, people who are in that world of comics and superhero movies and Game of Thrones and all of that kind of stuff. Like, you live in that world. You've got a good chance of uh, perhaps winning these tickets, but we're looking for contestants right now to play the game next. 1-800-520-520. 1067 coming up right after this on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, a pair of passes to San Diego's Comic-Con at the San Diego Convention Center. As you know, it is happening next weekend. The Kevin and Bean Show is going to be broadcasting live from Theater Box, home to the all-new TCL Chinese Theater in San Diego, which is a fantastic location down there on Fifth Avenue. I hope you'll come by and say hello. It's going to be a great show with lots of great stuff going on, uh, not only on our program, but uh, over there at the Convention Center. We want to hook you up right now at 1-800-520-1067 with a game that we like to call Total Recall. Total Recall, that's the game that we play. If you want tickets to San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, yeah! Total Recall. San Diego Comic-Con passes. That's what you will win. All you have to do is recall. Only what the best, I, huh? What I love about that is you can't even tell Omar's on vacation. Mm-mm. Right? Mm-mm. It's seamless. Yeah. All right, Kevin, the uh, lines are all filled up. What do they need to know? I'm going to ask a question. You have to name three things in 10 seconds. Oh, that sounds Easy simple enough. enough until it's you on the phone with the, with the, the timer going. It's that 10-second thing that really makes you nervous. Uh, hello. Hello. Art. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I can already tell Art's going to win. <laughs> are you drunk, Art? Some of the times. Okay. All right. Good. Um, all right. Here's your question. In the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, there were many heroic characters named Earth's Mightiest Heroes. In 10 seconds, name three of the heroic characters in the Avengers movies. In 10 seconds, name three of the heroic... What's happening? In 10 seconds, name three of the heroic characters in the Avengers movies. Go. Iron Man, Hall, Captain America. Boom. Thor. Boom. Wow, look at that. He's Above still and beyond. Uh, what are bar are you at right now, Art? Yeah, why all the noise? What's happening? Oh, sorry. I'm at work. Oh, no worries. Okay, hang on. You are in the drawing to win the San Diego Comic-Con passes. Well done, sir. All right, let's go to Brian LaPuente. Good morning. Good morning. All right, your question. Every year since I was a child, The Walking Dead has had a major presence at Comic-Con. In 10 seconds, name three of the characters, alive or dead, on The Walking Dead. In 10 seconds, name three of the characters alive or dead on The Walking Dead. Go. Rick, Carl, Shane, Michelle. Look at that. Nice. <laughs> he also came up with four. We have a bunch of overachievers in, here today. In two seconds. Yeah, no kidding. Congrats. Wow. Hold on. We're going to do a drawing. Uh, Kevin, every year since you were a child. Yeah, huh? was it, sort of a joke. It's okay. Got, it's been around a long time. It's, kind of, yeah, it's been around a long time. Was By the way, I, we don't talk about The Walking Dead much anymore, but let's all pause for a moment and just reflect how happy we were that they finally killed Carl. Right? Right. Thank God. <laughs> it took him long enough. Dan in Northridge, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good, thank you. Alright, here's your question. This year, the incredibly satisfying show Game of Thrones came to its conclusion, somehow making every single viewer happy. <laughs> in ten seconds, name three of the characters, not the actors, but the characters on Game of Thrones. In ten seconds, name three of the characters in Game of Thrones. Go. John Snow, Grey Worm, Daenerys. There you Ooh. go. Look at this. Are these too uh, too easy? 
Um, we have people who are Comic Con right. I guess. All, all right. right. So far, Art and Brian and Dan are all in the running to win the tickets. It's a lot of dudes so far. Quite a sausage fest here this morning. <laughs> Who's our next contestant? Juan in Whittier. Good morning. Good morning. What's going on, Carol? Total Recall. That's what's going on. You ready? Ready, ready. All right. Spider-Man Far From Home is in theaters now and, of course, is one of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In the movies, in the MCU, including Far From Home, in 10 seconds, name three of the villains. In the MCU movies, including Far From Home, in 10 seconds, name three of the villains. Go. Uh, Mysterio, Doc Ock, and I want to say... I don't. I don't th- think so. I'd watch if that was one. Me, right. Um, I, I mean, what seen, about? What? I haven't seen the new Spider-Man: Far From Home, but is Mysterio a villain? I thought yeah. he and Spidey were friends. Uh, no, he, that's what. Uh, spoiler <sighs> alert! Don't say anything. Okay, never mind. Don't say anything. Good okay. God! I, I think uh, the F word did not count, nor did Lizard Man. So I think Juan is a no. I mm. think we say goodbye to Juan here. But thank Sorry, you for Juan. the game. Uh, Kevin, who are the others you expecting that you? Well, might hear Thanos, from? I thought. Oh, fans, you know, <laughs> a pretty big Loki, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, there are a lot of them, but some of them do get a little bit more obscure. Obscure. Yeah. Not everyone has the red skull on the tip of their tongue. Correct. Yes. Uh, John in Eastvale. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hey, John, these uh, questions you've heard, <laughs> these questions you've heard while you've been waiting on hold, how would you have done with them? Uh, I want the first question. You okay. want that one back. Okay. All right. Uh, video games have always been a huge focus at Comic-Con. In 10 seconds, name three of the best-selling video games of all time. In 10 seconds, name three of the best-selling video games of all time. Go. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Uh, I'm blanking here. Uh, Superman. Mm. Oh. I- Sorry. There's Grand Theft Auto. There's Minecraft. There's Tetris. Uh, Pokemon. Yeah, it's okay, man. It's a lot. Of, look, it's a lot of pressure. Ten seconds. All right. Let's do. Do I have time for one more? Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's do Ramon and Whittier. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you guys? We are good. Oh, thank you. Hello, another dude. <laughs> and welcome to <laughs> Total Recall. Your question in the San Diego Comic Con. It features many different sci-fi TV shows. In ten seconds, name three sci-fi TV shows currently airing. In ten seconds, name three sci-fi TV shows currently airing. Go. Star Trek, uh, Skyfall, and uh, The Walking Dead. I couldn't hear the first. Two, I couldn't I either. What were the first two again? Uh. I'm sorry, I, I thought he said Skyfall. He said Skyfall. That's not one. Skyfall. Are you saying? Are you? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> are you saying? Are you saying Skyfall? Yes. Okay. And we're saying goodbye. All right. Thank you for the call, sir. So it's Art and Brian and Dan, the big three, right up top. They are all qualified. Only one will win the passes for San Diego Comic Con at the San Diego Convention Center, July 18th through the 21st. Miss Helen McKay, who's going? The winner is Dan. Dan. Congrats, Dan. Yes. You got That's the, what I'm talking about. You got the passes. Congratulations and thanks for playing the game. Oh, yeah. Total Recall. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. They have an outstanding batch of animal stories. Hit it. Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pea. 
meets a rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. 35-year-old uh, Mickey Polk of Killen, Alabama, got on the uh, radar of the Limestone County Sheriff's Office there when it was reported to them that he not only had an attack squirrel that he was keeping as a pet. An attack squirrel. But the attack squirrel was all hopped up on meth. Oh, gee. And the police, uh, understandably, uh, did not like hearing about that. That is uh, animal cruelty and also could be uh, dangerous for many people involved. So they showed up at his house. They brought some guys and knocked down the door. And we're expecting to find him and his squirrel. Right. He wasn't there. And after they left, here's the Facebook uh, post he put up. Uh, Tammy King executed a search warrant at a residence I used to live at. I'm not on the lease. I don't live there. And I wasn't present during the search. They found someone else in the home, not me. And they were charged with possession of drugs. What they did find, though, was the squirrel. He had left his squirrel behind while he was doing other things. His squirrel, by the way, is named D's Nuts. I think that's an important... <laughs> Important <laughs> detail in the story. So Dee's Nuts was there. So the police, thinking this is the attack squirrel, they released him. They put him out into the wool- into the wilderness. And he's like, my meth is in there. <laughs> so he puts up that Facebook video and uh, continues talking about, uh, and you'll hear how he got his squirrel back, continues talking about uh, the other events of that day. He's just a baby. He's only 10 and a half months old. He is an asshole. He's a mean motherfucker, no doubt. But he's, he's not a trained attack squirrel. He, and he's not on meth, I'm pretty sure. Better not find out he's on meth anyway. I better not find out he's on meth. Like, how else is he getting meth if he's not getting it from you? I'll be very angry at that squirrel. So apparently the squirrel is an asshole. But don't uh, don't paint him with a drug brush, because that's not what's happening Oh, here. my God. That's strong. <laughs> I pulled up. He'd never been outside before, so he was in the top of a tree just screaming. I pulled up and whistled he jumped his little ass right on my shoulder and came right along with me. So the squirrel is safe, y'all. So Mickey was reunited with his squirrel who is not on meth. And you'd like to think that there's a happy ending in this story. But instead, what happened was he was wanted on multiple felony offenses as well. The squirrel? No, oh. Mickey Pog. And the police saw him and they engineered a high-speed chase. And he rammed into an investigator's vehicle. Wow. Ended up getting arrested. Still had the squirrel with him, by the way, during the chase. They let the squirrel out again, and now Mickey's in jail, separated from his beloved squirrel. So I don't know how this is going to end, but I hope Dee's Nuts finds a new home because he's not equipped to live in the, out in the wilderness. I got a home for Dee's Nuts. <laughs> I bet you do. Here's a uh, crazy story out of uh, North Carolina. Stephanie Carol Kirchhoff always checks the washer and dryer to make sure that none of her three cats have climbed inside. Well, almost always... Last week, after fetching clothes for a load of laundry, she shut the door without thinking. She set the, set the machine up to express wash, warm water, cold rinse, and walked away 45 minutes later when the cycle was done. She noticed the clothes were still dripping wet. She was about to just shut the door again when she saw a single white paw sticking out from the wet laundry. Her cat, you guys, had been in an entire wash cycle of laundry. Oh. But how clean was that cat? Very clean. Her right. one her one-year-old Felix had found his way into the machine. By the way, she should just keep her washer and dryer closed when she's not using it, right? That is what pretty much everyone does. Yes. 
Uh, she took Felix out of the machine, called her father, who raced uh, them to the Animal Emergency Referral Center, and uh, he had lost his vision and had pneumonia for the amount of water in his lungs, but he survived and is doing better now. He can see again, and he has started eating, but he is still on oxygen. Kevin, you've had some experience yeah. at the vet. Yep, yep. What, do you think, uh, what do you think that uh, treatment has cost so far? How long well, Felix was... is still in the vet. How long? Oh. Uh, this has been probably about a week. I'm going to say about ten grand. Seven thousand dollars. Absurd! How expensive that is. Seven thousand dollars. Yep. She says I'm going to do everything I can to make sure he gets well. It's the least I can do for him. This uh, terrible event is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. She has started a GoFundMe for uh, for little Felix. But the good news is it looks like he is going to be fine. Although he is still an oxygen. That must have been a terrifying moment for her to realize that her cat had gone through the wash cycle. Here's a story out of England, which is, may require me to do my accent. Yes. Nesting seagulls kept a couple hostage in their own home for six days. Oh. By attacking them every time they tried to leave their house. <laughs> That's a nightmare. Can you imagine that? You no. walk, you open your door, and a seagull comes and attacks your head? Roy and Brenda Picard, 71, say they were constantly confronted by two squawking adult seagulls uh, after they took up residence on their roof. Mr. Picard was once so viciously attacked that he ended up with a bloody head wound that needed hospital treatment. Holy crap. Speaking about how difficult it has been to complete simple tasks while stranded inside, Mr. Picard said, the whole thing has been terrible. I've not been able to go out my front door. If I try to get out the door, the two birds are right there and I've got no chance. It's genuinely frightening. He also added, my wife isn't well or very mobile at the moment, so we're relying on me to get us out. How do how'd the accent get worse? <laughs> I don't know. Know. Started pretty good. Not I bad. Really not don't. bad. Started at a 10 and at the end of that story was a 4. They do have a garage, by the way, that they can get to through the kitchen, so they're able to get out, but they can't get out to close the garage doors. <laughs> they oh just have gosh. to leave it open. So it's a, it's a terrible, terrible mess with those seagulls. I guess what happened, the thinking is that maybe they have laid eggs somewhere. They're protecting them. And they're protecting their yeah. eggs anytime they see anything. And uh, finally, I, uh, I I think, Allie, you will agree that I, uh, I'm i fairly woke when it comes to treating women, right? Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> you would say that is true. Wow. Look, who is the first one on this show to stand up and and say that women should be allowed to go topless if they want to on the beach. Yeah, that was, that was you. That was I you. Said mm-hmm. that, right? I said yeah. I've often said that if women don't want to wear clothes, they shouldn't have to wear clothes. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of in that same area because the Carolina waterfowl rescue caused a mild hubbub on social media last week when they made a request for used bras. So women have been taking their bras and donating them to the waterfowl rescue. How? Waterfowl rescue. That guy's just a perv. Oh, (laughs) I was going to say, how big are those waterfowl's jugs? Well, let me tell you what they're using them for. They rescue all sorts of animals from pigs to owls to possums, but their most frequent customers are turtles. They rescue anywhere from three to 40 turtles a week, depending on the season. And a lot of times it's because they've been hit by cars. But there are other ways that turtles can get chewed on by dogs. They can get run over by lawnmowers. And what happens is they crack their shells. So they're asking for these used bras. They don't need the bra. They need the clasps in the bras that they use to to weld the turtles' cracked shells back together. Well, about that? They glued the shell. They oh. glued the shells back together, hold them together with wire, which is then hooked onto a bra clasp to stay put, and that allows the shell to grow back together until the turtles are healthy enough to be released back into the wild. Are we short on turtles? Well, I think you don't wow. want to just let a turtle die because his shell is cracked, Kevin. So what I'm saying is, ladies, mm-hmm. do it for the turtles. <laughs> Take off your bras. 
put them in the mail to the Carolina Waterfowl Rescue and take care of these beloved animals, will you? I support you, ladies. I support you. And this has been Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. So I suspect if we have any listeners in the Ridgecrest area, they may feel a little differently about this than people in uh, much of Southern California that didn't get the full impact of the earthquakes this past few days. Boy, I'll tell you, no matter where you were in Southern California, though, you felt it strongly. Friday night. Friday night was legit. Yes. Yes. But not legit to the point where you thought, I got to get out of this state. (laughs) I, I need to pack up and move now. Right? Not not for me personally, because I've been through big earthquakes before, but I, I'll say it again. That one Friday night felt different from any earthquake in the last couple decades. It was long. It was like 40 seconds. And there was a crackling noise that I've never heard before in an earthquake. And it did freak me out. Was it a rolling motion? <laughs> was it more of a jolt? How are your Hummel figurines? They doing all right? <laughs> How would you compare it to uh, the earthquake that those that was old enough to have lived through it remember best, which was 94 Northridge? Oh, well, that's going to be night and day with most things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was also uh, in Boston. Oh, you missed it. Okay. The Northridge. Oh, wow. Yeah. Lucky you. I missed it by a day. I was bummed until I found out how bad it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty bad. But here's what I'll say about earthquakes. And I know that when people are afraid of things, it often isn't logical. Yeah. But your chances of, of even being hurt in an earthquake are so tiny. There are tens of millions of people that live in Southern California. And you look at the Northridge quake, which is the worst one that's been in all of our lifetimes. And it was terrible for the 55 people that died, but 55 people died. And all, and most of those were in that one apartment building in Northridge, But right? many, many people were put out of their homes. Displaced of course, over, yes, yeah. absolutely. So, I, I mean, I just feel like your odds are pretty good of not being affected by an earthquake beyond some superficial damage. Yeah. So it would surprise me if there are people who would pick up and move because I think most peop- for most people it's worth the risk of how rarely a major earthquake happens. But we do want to hear from you. If you are the, if you are that person who thinks this is too much, this is too crazy, it's too unpredictable. I don't like it. I don't like the uncertainty of it. We want to hear from you if you're a person, or if you've known a person who has actually moved out of town because of the earthquakes. At one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven, Kevin and I had a friend who literally did it. Really, he moved away. Now he ended up after being gone a couple of years, going, "This place sucks. I'm moving back to L.A." <laughs> he did come back. But that was his sole reason he gave no. us was, I'm too afraid of earthquakes. I always uh, assume that it that it's the the last straw that... Right. You know what I mean? There's like they so have a lot of up. other reasons they want to move. Yeah. And then this is like, okay, F this, I'm going. Yeah. I don't assume it's that only that. That's a little crazy. That's, yeah, that's a lot. Well, there were a lot of things happening when the earthquake happened on Friday night. Channel uh, 9, I believe, was on the air doing a newscast. Do you know these newscasters' names, Allie? Uh, pretty Brunette Lady and yes. Juan Fernandez. There you go. <laughs> I apologize. I that, don't know her name. Is that what the Chiron says? It should. The it should, yeah. <laughs> here, uh, here they are on the air when they realize there's a quake happening. Here, we're making sure that nothing is going to come down in the yeah. studio here. And it is going for uh, quite a bit, everybody. 
I it continues. It, it, this is a very strong earthquake. Pretty strong here. Eight twenty-one here on the air. We're experiencing very strong shaking. Wow. I think we need to get under the desk. All right, we're going to go to break. Uh, we'll, we'll be, be right, right back, back after we'll be right this. Back. Wow. And that's what they did. Was she got under the desk, and unfortunately, the camera turned away. I don't think that's what she was saying, Bean. The um, Dodgers game was going on. I'm looking for that tape now, by the way. Yeah, they tried to find tape from all over the place where stuff was going on, and basically all they had was that that swimming pool. The swimming pool and the (laughs) chandelier. And the chandelier. And there were a couple of cars that they replayed over and over and over just because it's impossible to really capture what happened in a video on TV. Yeah, it's just well, impossible. When you when it uh, especially in the moments after it happens, when you haven't had the listeners send it in yet, the viewers send in their tape yet. Right. All right. So the Dodgers game. Now this tape is interesting for two reasons. One is the action doesn't slow down for a second. Mm-mm. It's moving there's at a, the speed of a turtle. How could it slow down? <laughs> there's there's a pitcher and there's a batter and they are going about their business like nothing is happening. That's thing one. Thing two is, and I know, Kevin, you always make fun of how boring baseball broadcasts are, but I got to tell you, I don't think the play-by-play rose to the level of of what was necessary for the size of that earthquake either. They were kind of downplaying it a little bit as well, but here you go for the Dodgers game. We got another earthquake? Yep, I think so. Here we go. Another earthquake. Yep. Oh, yeah. This one's rolling, rolling, rolling. Still going. How do you make a 7.1 earthquake yeah. sound that boring? Yep. Seems <laughs> like it's still rolling. Yeah. yeah. One pitch. It's oh. our center field camera. Yeah. And by the way, the camera, it looks like it's, it's sh- going to shake off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How's the pitcher pitching on the mound when the mo- when the mound is moving? They I said don't... they didn't feel, nobody on the field could feel it. Is that really? Right? Which is just Are bizarre Are you positive to me. that they weren't just all asleep? They were just so bored. I don't they know, were... but even the announcer were saying because they're so high up that they could feel it so much more than even people that they were looking at in the oh, stands. Oh, interesting. That is interesting. Makes sense. Yeah, we're moving a lot right now. People in the upper deck are. It's still going. Yes. Uh, we are moving a lot. I'll tell you what, man. There's a lot of movement right now. A lot now. of intensity going on right now, and uh, I can't believe we're alive. Because counts counts is... one no. <laughs> <laughs> we're swaying here still. He's gone on for a good 10, 15 seconds. This earthquake certainly continues to happen right Swing here. Swing and a miss. Studio. Strike two. <laughs> what is happening here? <laughs> so anyway, I guess I guess the point is. There are some people who it will be a last straw, like you said, Kevin. Yeah, I think so. Where they're just like, this is too much. I don't think that's most people. And there's very few places you can live in the United States where there's not some sort of natural disaster. So you could move out, but then you could move someplace where there are tornadoes or where there are hurricanes or where there are floods or where there are blizzards. Man, you are just Mr. Positive. Mm. No, Tell but what, what I'm, what I'm He's saying... He's a motivational speaker. No, but my point mm. is you can't not live anywhere because almost everywhere is going to have some sort of natural event that can kill you. I think that's it's the... it's. The not knowing and you're not in control. Like, you know when a blizzard's coming. You know when there's going to be a hurricane. Yeah, there's a heads up. You can take precautions. But with an earthquake, you're, you know, in the shower. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, there went my house. Yeah, my my thing about that always is I don't know how far away it is. And I don't know if people are getting hurt or injured or whatever. If you could know that right away, maybe you would be a lot less And a lot of people were really mad that that earthquake app 
didn't alert them, you know, the one that's supposed to alert you like 15 right. seconds before. It had right. one job. It wasn't, the epicenter wasn't in Los Angeles, so it wasn't going to alert you. But people were irate, like, what? why am I even using this? Yeah. What would you have done, A, in that 15 seconds, and B... Is it going to alert you every time there's an earthquake in Indonesia? No. It's specifically for your area. That's so right. Those people are dumb. That's what you're True. saying. That's what, uh, saying. what you do in that 15 seconds is you secure your Hummel figurines. Good point. Good point. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, I know you love all stories on NPR, Kevin. Oh, there's, they make them so exciting. The delivery is what sells it for you. It's like but those I, baseball announcers. <laughs> I think that you are going to enjoy this one. This is a, I think this is a fascinating, fascinating story that happened uh, around the 4th of July uh, about a new technology that maybe you haven't heard about. Okay. In this country, Philadelphia is trying to keep certain unwanted people out of parks. The city has been playing a constant high-pitched noise at night, a noise that only teenagers and young adults can hear. Okay, how about that? Now, I've heard stories about, like, convenience stores that will play classical music, for instance, in the parking lot because they don't want kids hanging out in the 7-Eleven or whatever. You know what I mean? Something that's going to drive... he said a noise only kids could hear. Only kids can hear, yes. Hmm. Let's find out some more details from the correspondent. Here's Michaela Winberg of our members station WHYY. If you look at the rec center building at Philadelphia's East Poplar Playground, you'll see a small beige speaker screwed into the wall. Every night at 10 p.m., that tiny speaker activates. Okay. Now, I want to... I like the explanation of how that speaker works. (laughs) We're pretty sure. (laughs) I want to stop here to let you know that Michaela is about to play the sound that only young people can hear, okay? Okay. I think the age group is between 13 and 25, if I remember for the story. So if you are under 25, you should be able to hear this sound. If you are over 25, you probably won't. So turn up your radio and listen closely as she plays it on the NPR piece. And for eight hours, it plays nonstop. Here's what it sounds like. Did you guys hear anything? Mm-mm. I did not. Did she I play did. it? She did play it. Yes. I mean, I'm looking at the waveform on the file that I'm playing, and oh. I can see that there was audio there, but okay. I was unable to hear it. Let me back it up here. Let's let's play it again. Did you play it again? Yeah. Well, it's yes. What? Nothing. Nothing for me. How about you? No. Chip. You're not Nothing. playing anything. Yeah. You're you're <laughs> totally you're trolling play, us. You're trolling us. You're not playing a thing. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you got zero you're... because you have no sound that's playing. It's you a perfect the, setup. You heard the report. They're telling you this is what the sound yeah, is. Yeah, but I fell asleep while they were telling me that story. Mm-hmm. All right, hang on. And for 8 hours it plays non-stop. Here's what it sounds like. So you don't even no... know if he's playing anything. All right. right. I mean, th- that's what this, that's what she's saying. This. All right. If people listening heard it, 
and I assume if you did, you're tw- you're under twenty five. Call, call us right Bean now. Bean is trolling you. Don't call. I'm not. Call us right and now. I feel with... like we would hear it more because we have headphones on. Right. Right. Yes. Me. I'm wearing headphones too. But again, it's the let's find out what the what the uh, what the science is behind this. Didn't hear anything. If so, it's likely you are not between the ages of thirteen and twenty five. That's the age group this sound is targeted toward. As we age, some of the cells in our ears start to die off. So when we get older, we have trouble hearing higher frequency noises, like the one that this device plays. Now, does that make sense to you, that your hearing is not going to be what it was when you were 20? Yes, but if they're playing something that all younger people can hear, I would assume we would be able to hear it a little. We're not younger people, I understand That's the whole point. I mean, we're above 80, but I'm saying, still, (laughs) we should be able to hear a a little bit of something if you were were actually playing it. Before we go to Brian, here's a young man that is interviewed for the piece who talks about what the sound sounds like to him. Philadelphia resident Lamar Reed is 17, and he hears the noise loud and clear. It's so loud. Like, it can, like, what if it damages our ears or anything, like, something like that? I mean, that's a big difference between us damages not being able to hear ears, anything. Because you're not playing anything. <laughs> Lamar says it's so loud. No. Lamar's All a right. liar. Let's talk, to, uh, let's talk to Brian. He's in Alhambra. He's up first here on the Kevin Bean Show Line 1. Brian, you're not going to call and tell us that you can hear this sound. I thought I was going crazy because I'm 40, but yes, I heard it. If you're 40, you shouldn't be able to hear it. It sounds like Transformers high-frequency talking. I Kevin, pulled over. I uh, even said, you know what? Let me stop and listen to this. I think they're going to play a joke on us. Yeah, that's I what I'm it. saying is Bean's playing a joke on us. All right. T- t- no, nah, no, nah, I heard it. It's there. Let's turn it up. Crazy, hey. Let's play it again. Turn it up. Let's play it. Let's play it again. Okay. Yep, right there. And a beep at the right end. Where? He's not playing anything. He hasn't started yet. Maybe it's all that trap music I listen to. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. But <laughs> and you are, and you are how old, Brian? I am 40. But you have the ears of a 20-year-old. Congratulations. Okay, uh, yeah. thank you for the call. Get on. <laughs> all right, let's try Dave. Dave's in Valencia. He's online, too. Dave claims to be 60, but that's not the last thing he's lying about on this call. Hey, Dave. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thank you. What's going on, dude? Hey, yeah, I'm six years old, and I heard a lot of clarity. Uh, you didn't hear it. I'm telling you, unless you guys are, you need to do a scientific survey and check everybody else out. Dave, when you hear it, do you hear uh, them saying Yanny or Laurel? <laughs> no, no, that's, that's not different. what this is. That's very oh, different. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I what misunderstood. Is it, what does it sound like? Does it sound like a high-pitched tone? It's a high-pitched staticky with a beep in there, like the guy said before. Is the dress gold or it's is not it the same? This is something, okay. something okay. not the same right. thing. Okay. All right, Dave, thank you for the call. Hang on. Here's more on what this technology is known as. It's called the Mosquito, and it's an acoustic deterrent device. Technology used to keep humans or animals away from a designated area. It's usually used by law enforcement or the military. Okay, so it's called oh, the Mosquito. Slow down, woman. I'm having trouble keeping up with that speed. <laughs> what I'm saying is all these people calling are narcs. Right? They're all narcs. They're all narcs. If all they're right. saying they hear it, you're a narc. Let's take a uh, let's take a couple more. I'm trying to see if there's anybody on here who's like us who can't hear it. Uh, let's try Evan, Newport Beach. Right. Evan is 32. He's certainly outside the limit of where he should be able to catch it. Hey, narc Evan. <laughs> uh, hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? So why you- are you why are you lying? Tell us why you lying. 
Uh, I I get off online, you know what I mean? All right. <laughs> At least you're admitting are, it. Are you claiming to hear something, or is your is your story crumbling right in front of us? No, no, I totally hear it. It sounds like the old 56K internet connection with a, with a squeaking noise in it. <laughs> All right, being played again. Okay, I'm going to turn it up really loud this time. All right. Okay. There it is. There what? There what the is? Has, have you started? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't it. hear anything. Yeah, Evan's a narc. Narc. <laughs> I'm not a narc. I'm the I'm the same guy that blew the candles out of his nostrils. You're a crazy <laughs> narc, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. Hey, rock. Oh yeah, I totally hear that. What are you guys talking about? Yep. Yeah, we could totally hear that the whole time. <laughs> we were just messing with you. <laughs> Although the story's real. The story is real. There really is a noise that you can't hear if you're uh, if you're uh, over 25. But that wasn't it. That wasn't it. We could hear it the whole time. So just having some fun. <laughs> See, now people hearing that are going to be like, no, now they feel bad because they're all old and can't hear stuff. <laughs> so now people aren't sure if we really were messing with them or not. But we were. I mean, and I don't feel good about it. I feel like we a, lied to you. It's the sound of a koala, and yeah. I actually made it just by making it much higher. You pitched and, it up, yeah, and it sounds like this, and we could totally hear it. Yeah, totally and then you it. added yeah. the beep. Yes. Yeah. So, so good time. Sorry, that was fun though. But it is a real story. I mean, <laughs> we, there is, it is a real yeah. story. We there joked about door. it yesterday because Bean played the actual noise that's in the NPR piece, and none of us heard it. You can't hear it. So no. then Bean said, what if we put a noise that is so obnoxious and there's no way we can't hear it, then we pretend we can't hear it and people will get so mad at us and the phone lines will light up. And like clockwork, they sure did. And I mean, the tweet that's good lord. That's our, go- that's our goal is really to get our audience to hate us. <laughs> Let me play the real sound. Successful. Though. Let me play the real sound from the All piece. All right, but seriously. No, but this really is. This okay. really is the mosquito that was in the NPR piece that old people can't hear. And I legitimately, honestly, 100% cannot hear this. All right, so that was the real sound. Okay, now let's I heard hear, Now let's hear the one that we... <laughs> now let's hear the one that we thought was better. Oh, yeah, we win. <laughs> we win. Yeah, okay. we win. So you really played the one that we couldn't... Here. I did. Yes, and we really can't hear it. You're not messing with us now. I am not messing Play with it again. It. Oh, jeez. I already have a file here. Right. Hang on. All right, hang on. Sorry to make you But work. this this sound people under 25 can hear. Can That's, hear. Okay. okay. Here's, okay. The, here's, here's the, the real sound. Yes. There you go. That's it. Okay. If you're playing something, I don't hear it. I was playing mm-hmm. something. I don't, and I can't hear it. I don't it. buy it. Because right. I don't trust you because you're a liar and you <laughs> lied to us five minutes ago. <laughs> it's a couple minutes ahead of uh, 8 o'clock. Allie's here with a quick look at what's happening here on the Kevin and Bean Show. Oh, we've made a lot of fun of Jaden Smith over the years. Kevin Deservedly had, so. And Kevin had a whole column on his tweet deck <laughs> just for his tweets. One's like... How can mirrors be real yeah. if our eyes aren't real? Really deep, deep thoughts right there. But Somebody who thought that they were deep thoughts. But he's doing good stuff, you guys. Yesterday, he launched a food truck to provide homeless people in Los Angeles Skid Row with healthy vegan food. He shared some photos and videos of his latest project on Instagram. And one of the captions said... Um, This is the goal. The I Love You restaurant is a movement that is all about giving people what they deserve, healthy vegan food for free. We launched our first one-day food truck pop-up in downtown L.A. Keep a lookout because this is the first of many. Boy, I got to tell you, this makes me... Now I'm on his side. He's a good good little dude. 
He's a good dude. Oh, and that's really cool. He now has a new album that dropped on Friday. It was like the number one trend for a day and a half. I did not listen to it. I have a clip. You do? Uh-huh. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> so, it's an instrumental. There's not many right, lyrics. So yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I see what you did there. Is uh-huh. he still uh, dating Tyler, the creator, Allie? Um, I think that was a um, a goof. Oh, that was not true. Yeah, that was okay. uh, them just pretending. I got you. Or you just can't, you can't believe anything anymore, right? You can't. You can't. Everyone lies to you. Everyone's a big lying liar who lies. And a narc. Right? Most people are narcs. People got real mad that I called them narcs. Wow. <laughs> so Vin Diesel announced on Instagram yesterday that both Charlize Theron and Helen Mirren will be returning for the upcoming Fast and Furious 9. Both of those characters uh, were introduced in the franchise's last outing, 2017's Fate of the Furious. And Helen Mirren will also be seen in the Fast and Furious spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw, which comes out on August 2nd. I believe uh, Beer Mug talked to Vin Diesel about that when he ran into him recently. Vinny D! I am Groot! I am Groot, Vin! Oh, I'm sorry I didn't get to him after all. Yeah, understandable. He's very busy. Um, And along with the newest cast member to that franchise will be uh, John Cena, whose role is still under wraps. And how many Fast and the Furious movies are there now? Like nine? Yes, this is the ninth, I think. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The entire action series has racked up more than $5.1 billion at the worldwide box office. And Vin Diesel had previously said that there would be at least... 10 films. So there you have it, you guys. There aren't very many franchises with 10 movies in them. I'll tell you that. And that still make a grip. Yeah, they're still huge, yeah. Pretty sure I saw all of them. Multiple (laughs) times. Who are you kidding? You saw all of them. Some many times in the theater, right? I don't think so, but I think it's bad enough to have seen all of them. I haven't seen any. Yeah. Which I mean, probably won't shock anybody. It's, but it's just eye candy and special effects. Yeah, it's, it's louds and, and yeah. fast cars. Yeah, you know what you're getting. Yeah, all right, good stuff. Some birthdays for you guys. We've got Courtney Love, Tom Hanks, and Fred Savage. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie, you, were, you found something to be outraged uh, about over the weekend. I wasn't outraged. I just, I rolled my eyes and thought, oh, y'all have a lot of time. <laughs> Did you know there's a uh, wedding shaming Facebook group? I have heard about that before. A wedding shaming Facebook group. So they will post all about bridezillas or crazy things leading up to a wedding. That like type Are these the same thing. people who make like fun it. of other people's engagement rings online as well? Um, I'm not sure if they do that, uh, if that's this that specific That seems much group, more mean-spirited. That seems very mean. Because yeah. if, if somebody's buying you a ring, you take it, you enjoy it, and you accept it. But this uh, this shaming group, they, they go in, is all I'm going to say. But the most recent thing that the people are outraged about is at the reception, you know when people will clink the glass with like a, a knife or whatever, you hear the high-pitched noise? That's <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with the last segment. Um, and then the... Not that noise. Okay. But the couple, the newlyweds, have to kiss. When you hear the clinking of the glass, you kiss. Right. Right. So everybody knows about that. Well, apparently this couple thinks that's way too easy. We're just not going to smooch all willy-nilly. You have to earn it. What? What are you talking about? So they put out a menu at each person's plate that said, 
If you want to see the newlyweds kiss, a clink of the glass won't cut it. We're going to make you work for this. We have a list from which you can choose for which you may need a little more booze. Oh, my God. Want to hear the menu? Please. First up, newlywed trivia. Answer one of ten questions about the bride and groom on the back of this menu. Nope. How badly do Do you you want to see see them kiss? kiss? No one does. What is wrong with you? No one does. And I'm sorry, I'm not doing work at your wedding. (laughs) No. Uh, No, I only came for the food and drink anyway. Thank you. I don't care about you. And how quickly can I get out? Uh, This one just seems like, I don't know what kind of swinging's happening at this wedding, but the exquisite example, demonstrate a kiss for us to copy. Right? So what if you just get up with your boyfriend? You're like, yeah, just tonguing him down in front of the whole group. Do Licking his whole bend? face. Right? The whole thing, yeah. Right? And then do they have to do that? They have to do oh, it. that would be funny. They have to do it. Absolutely. But why are they doing this? I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean, it's so look at me, but it's already the most look at me day ever. It's your wedding day. People are yeah. already looking at you. Why do you have to ramp this up like this? And... Are people really like, oh, I'm so exhausted by all the clinking. Let's make it fun. <laughs> no, nobody is, nobody even clinks much anymore. You do it like once or twice during the speeches. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, up next on the menu, the French toast. Offer us some advice for a long and happy marriage. Good God. What? Now we have to sit through people offering advice like creepy Uncle Frank is going to be like, yeah, I know what I do. Like, no one wants that. I want so that. wait, you do? You get, <laughs> you get a better kiss out of them if you stand up and offer them some marital advice? Yes. Okay. Yeah. This one, I mean, I don't hate because this seems like a fun party. Okay. This one is called Take Your Chances. Flip a coin. Heads, the bride and groom will kiss. Tails, you kiss another guest. What? Another guess meaning random? Random. What if you, you're like, you look, I would assume so, which uh, that's a whole consensual thing that yeah, think but, yeah. comes into play. Bean would be this, like, look, that's nine. I've been rejected. All right, 10. How about you? Right? Nope. All right, 11. You? No? Okay. And then Frank gets back <laughs> up. He's like, well, let me tell you about this story. What? And then Bean and Frank kiss. That's how it ends. That is how it ends. This is just, it's insane, and it's cringeworthy, and I like that one of the people underneath um, who had experienced a similar menu at the wedding wrote, spoiler alert, no one wants to see you kiss that bad. That's right. No one. That's 100% No one. Now, do you guys have any thoughts or preferences on what the bride and the groom do with that first piece of uh, wedding cake? Whether they smash it in each other's face? Don't care. Don't care. I would rather. They want to smash it? Fine. I'd Don't, rather fine. not see the smash because I just, I get so like anxious about, oh no, it's on the dress. Oh no. Like it just, really? then she has to fix her makeup. Like there's a whole, it's, to me, I get anxious. To me, that's time wasted between me and cake. That's sure. a good point. That's <laughs> right. a good point. Hurry through that part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Let's not do the that. Guests. Right. And that way I can have cake. Here's the thing, though. If if you're planning on getting married, like we're giving you a lot of do's and don'ts, there's really only one do for a wedding. Okay. Open bar. Agreed. That's it. Period. End of discussion. So if there's an open bar and a kissing menu, I'm going to feel a little better about it than if there's a cash bar and a kissing menu. So free booze. Free booze. Tops all. Thank you. All right. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Where did this story come from? Was it uh, Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah. Her marriage? She told a story in the Sunday Times. She's only been married uh, for about eight months to her new husband, but Mm -hmm. she told a story in the Sunday Times that her husband stays with her about four nights a week, and then the other three nights he goes to his house that's a little bit down the road. Oh, so it's the same cities? Yeah, same cities. Close enough. But (sighs) again, in L.A., People on the west side won't date people in Los Feliz. Right. Too far. <laughs> sure. Come on. But it, it got me talking with some friends over vacation. Like, would you ever do that? And every single one of my married friends said, 100%. If Did you that have, surprise you? It didn't. Because I, I know my friends and I probably couldn't stay uh, with them seven <laughs> nights a week either. But if you have the means to have either an apartment or something else. That's probably the issue That, for that most would people. be, I think, the biggest issue for sure. But I think alone time is so important in any relationship that if you can also have that as, a, I mean, complete alone time where it's a whole night by yourself, that would be lovely. Especially they, if it's Gwyneth Paltrow. They tried it right? um, on Sex in the City. Big had asked Carrie about doing that. And Carrie was like, no, that means you don't love me. And then she started freaking out. Yeah, it was a big deal. Okay. I thought we were talking about a real story. Here. Okay, but I was talking. They were real friends over vacation that I was talking to. But also, I brought it up <laughs> because of the Goop story and because it was on Sex in the City as well. And I was wondering, is that something... Maybe newlyweds are looking at the story and going, oh, never. Because even right, no Jensen, way. Jensen yeah. was like, no way. Yeah. I married my wife because I want to spend every minute with but her. But we didn't talk to Danielle about that. Absolutely. So we may have gotten a and different after, answer. After spending so much time together in the NICU, I'm sure they both have very different answers now. Well, we talked to Jensen yesterday, and he said, I may be coming back to work soon rather than later, you guys. So, so I think we're finding knows? out. There's, there's such thing as too much togetherness. Uh, Gwyneth goes on to say, all of my married friends say that the way we live sounds ideal and we shouldn't change a thing. Um, she says, for people who uh, who don't like the way she's doing it, I don't care about them. Haters are irrelevant to me. It's uh, I'm not making this work for people who aren't in the arena. Haters don't mean anything to me because they're not my people, she said. I mean, I can see that. Well, if it's working for her, who cares? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't... Uh, there's no reason for us to not want them to do it if this makes them happy. Right. Um, but I other think- married couples, that's what we're looking for, right? Married yeah. couples... Who think this is a great idea or a horrible idea? Yeah, either way. Where do you I, where do you land on it? I bet we have, and I think money would be the only obstacle for the reason we don't have a lot more of this type of relationship. But I bet we have listeners who are doing this, who are together permanently as a couple, but live together, but not really live together, but with an out. How about that? Mm -hmm. Meaning another place where they spend part of the week? Exactly. With a whole separate family? Yes. (laughs) I don't don't think so. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. Oh, I want those calls, too. (laughs) Um, I I just saw a story on the news. Maybe you saw it, too, Allie. It was so adorable. The old folks' home where the 100-year-old and the 102-year-old got married. Did you see that? Yes, they immediately got married. Yes, they said they fell in love. They said, and by the way, they both seem very together, very happy. They don't walk very well, but they're both mentally very sharp. (laughs) But the first decision that they made, Kevin, was 
we're not going to share a room. Yeah. We're, keep, we're I, keeping our respective rooms. By the, the time you're 100, home. of course. Right? You're, so, maybe you have your own thing by then that you sort of need to keep up. <laughs> they're 100 and 102. They're married, but they're still living in separate rooms, which I think is adorable. Uh, look, I, I have some experience on this uh, topic, you guys. You do. Because your wife been... won't live in the same house you're in. And she, is that correct? And she moves a lot and right. doesn't tell me. And I think that's unfair. <laughs> You guys have made fun of me for this for years and years and years because, you know, when we lived in Seattle, we were lucky enough to have two different houses, okay? One on an island, one on the other side of the island. And it was very frequent. Every week, for one or two nights, one of us would be in a different house than the other person. With a it different just family. Out that way. Not with a different family. Okay. Again, right. same, same relationship. Okay. And it was great. Yeah. It was great. And here's the way I looked at it. Maybe you're right, Ali. Maybe I would have felt differently about this if I had been, you know, a newlywed or something. I thought, we're married. This doesn't mean we're not, we don't still love each other. doesn't mean we don't still want to be together. Speak for yourself, but go ahead. (laughs) Notice Todd is not on the phone. (laughs) But there's nothing wrong with having a little independence. I agree, yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with having a little independence. And, I mean, I don't mind telling you, you know, right now I'm in Louisiana for a few weeks and she's in Washington. We're in different states right now. Yeah, that's most of the time now, though. And we're totally fine with that, too. She more so than I am. (laughs) Um, So I, I don't think it means you're relationships in trouble I th- I, but I th- I do think you 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 can't one of you can't be Sarah Jessica Parker in other words yeah, you kind of you both have, have to, to be on the same on page for sure both on the same page so let's take some calls on this at 1-800-520-1067 I'd also be interested if there are people who think it's who do think it's a terrible idea and don't understand it and have questions about it too because I think that's a legitimate part of the conversation as well why don't we start with uh, Rocky uh, she's joining us from Northridge on line one this morning morning Rocky hi good morning hey what's up Hi, so um, my husband and I have actually, we've been together for 17 years. We've lived together for two years, but we've only been married for about six months. Mm-hmm. And we, I definitely agree. You kind, you need your SSB, like your secret single behavior, your secret like alone time where you can just chill and be yourself and not have to worry about somebody being next to you or what somebody wants to do. And I think it's just, life-changing if you have your own separate hobbies and your own separate time. Rocky, is this a dis- is this discussion a thinly-veiled way to get into butt talk? Is that what's happening here? Is this butt stuff we're dealing with? Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't get that either from I was Rocky. just wondering. Okay. <laughs> um, you love being able to sit on the couch wherever you are and watch whatever the hell you want on your DVR without anyone else's opinion, right? Exactly. They don't have to talk through it. They don't have to keep asking you questions. You don't have to discuss what you want for dinner, what that whole long argument of what do you want to eat? Well, I don't know. What do you want to eat? Well, I'll eat whatever you want to eat. Amen. Amen. Rocky 2020, you guys. <laughs> Rocky 2020. I like it. <laughs> Glad you called. Thank you so much. 1-800-520-1067. Married people living apart for at least part of the time. That's the topic. We'll talk to you next on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Albert in Bellflower. Good morning, Albert. Hi there. How are you guys doing? Good. Great, Albert. We're talking about spouses who don't live together all of the time. What's your situation? Well, my husband just started as a flight attendant for an airline and mm-hmm. is based in San Francisco. Oh. And so he's gone anywhere from four to five days a week. And so I'm home by myself with the dog. You and have... then when 
home for seven days or something, I'm like, okay, you need to leave after the third day. <laughs> because you're so used to him not being there. Exactly. I so like, like the four, last to, four, four to five days a week, it doesn't even sound like you're married. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, we've been together for 15 years. We've been married for a year. Bye. Go back. You need, don't you have a trip coming up? Albert, I love, I'm not going to lie, I love everything about this story because not only do you get the best of both worlds, you're also getting all of those uh, miles because he can give you miles as a spouse, right? Uh, actually, it's not miles. It's just uh, flight Free benefits. flights. So Free just, flights. Okay. Oh, Albert, just all keep right. this going as long as you can. <laughs> Albert is living the dream. Hey, and, uh, you know, I hope it lasts forever, but if it doesn't, can Allie marry your husband next? <laughs> yes. Oh, thank okay. you. Thank Good you. deal. That's very nice. Thank you for the call, so sir. 1-800-520-1067. We'll take some more calls after Foo Fighters. And by the way, this text just came in from the 562. Hey, uh, anybody ever try a king-size bed? It's way cheaper than an apartment. <laughs> I think we're talking about more distance than just that, but we'll be right back on Kid. Recent interview with London Sunday Times, Gwyneth Paltrow said she and her new husband of just eight months, Brad Falchuk, are taking their time merging their households. They're in no rush to live together full-time and that he only spends about four days a week in her place and the other three days a week back at his own home. And a lot of people looked at this as weird, but our listeners seem to love it. (laughs) Our listeners seem to all want to be married and not live with their spouses full time. We even asked for people who don't like it, who thinks it's a bad idea. We can't find one of them. I only have one tweet from Doug Perez that says, to each their own, I couldn't do it. But think I could send my kids to another house instead for a couple days? <laughs> so I see what you're doing, Doug. I see. <laughs> All right, let's get back to your calls at one 800 520 Megan, I'm sorry that we lost you. If you have the opportunity to call back, we'd love to hear from you. Let's go to Lily in Long Beach. She's up first this segment, line five, please. All right. Good morning, Lily. Hi, how are you? Hi, we're good. Thanks for hanging on. What's going on? What's your story? All right, so me and my husband live in the same household. We've been together 10 years. Lived together four years, married a year and a half, mm-hmm. and what started as a fight, like, I'm going to sleep in the office because he has an office in our house, um, and now he kind of has stayed there about three nights, and then he'll come sleep, with, like, four nights in the room, and at first, I was very upset, but now I'm actually digging it. I actually like it because I can sleep however I want to sleep, like, with either ocean sounds or a candle on all night. Interesting. So, I think it's really good. But it started with a fight, which isn't ideal, I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. But so you like it. I'm like, okay. So you think it helps. What happens when you're in bed and he starts walking in? You're like, oh. Oh, it's tonight the night. He's in here. (laughs) Sometimes I do say that. I'm like, oh, okay. But I mean, it's nice to, you know, get some affection every, every other night. All right. I dig it. All right. Okay, very good. Glad it's working out for you. Thanks so much for the call. Let's try Ashley. She is in Torrance. She's on line two, up next on the Kevin Bean Show. Morning, Ashley. Good morning, party people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling. What's going on? What's your situation? Well, my husband and I were married when I was in the Air Force. The same day we got married, he left to drive back to Texas, and I didn't see him for three months. Then I moved back to Texas to be with him. He went offshore. He's an offshore oil worker. And then he got back, and I had to start work with a three-letter government agency, which we will not disclose at the time. Okay. And for seven years, we lived apart, and I saw him about maybe twice every couple of months for three or four days. And then after that seven years was up, I terminated employment to be back with him. But he was in the oil industry, so he was gone most of the time. So I saw him maybe a couple of 
days every other month. I got news and for then, you, Ashley. <laughs> we, we hate to break it to you. Oh, no. You're not married. He is avoiding you like a plague. <laughs> he is oh, not yeah, working. I'm I have a work uh, in the ocean. And an oil rig. Years. Yeah, I, I'm there for months. Ashley, Ashley, I want you to be honest. We're all friends here. This is a safe place. Is he real? <laughs> yes, I know. Have I you know met a lot him? of my friends ask that? That's hilarious you say that because that is the running joke. But yes, he is very real. We are very much in love and it's been 12 years and it works great for us. People don't understand, like you said, but other people that do do those relationships. I have some friends that are in the space industry and uh, they're on deployments for long periods of time rotating and orbiting the Earth. And so they get back and they understand and they realize oh, that Ashley, it does work for certain people. If I had a dollar for every guy that's like, oh, I can't, I'm going to space. And I'm like, really? But you were just here. It happens nope. all you the guys, time to me. I think Ashley's making every part of this up. Every part. <laughs> She's like I've a husband. Met, we were together at a, uh, an event for discussing the backpacks for your wife. So, oh, you yes. did? Oh. Check it's you out. True, yes. I mean, you're, you're yeah, a very nice person. You're also just a little bit crazy. Okay, we appreciate the call. <laughs> that's Thank that's you true, so much. True. Thank you, Ashley. I just feel like months apart may be too much for most I, relationships because you really do grow in different directions in that amount of time, I don't I feel you? like they both knew what they were getting into at the start. Like, this wasn't something like five years into it, they got these jobs that would keep them apart. They kind of knew what they were getting into. They started that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right, let's let's do one more. Let's make it to Christine. She's in Tustin Line 8. She may have a little different experience to share with us on this topic. Hey, Christine. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going well, thank you. So, um, I used to, we used to live in the Bay Area. My husband and I have been together for almost 20 years. And um, he got a job in L.A., and I had to stay in the Bay Area while my, um, my daughter finished uh, her eighth grade year before she started high school. Mm-hmm. So for six months, I had to do all the dishes. I had to do all the laundry. I had to do all of the, like, sleeping by myself. It was terrible. I hated every minute of it. We were, um, like, from the second he left, I didn't sleep. Really? It was, like, the worst. Yes, yes. We've been together for almost 20 years, and I cannot sleep if he's not home. How, how did he do with the distance? Um, he's a guy. He can sleep fine. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he's, like, yeah, I mean, he had to stay in, like, temporary housing for a month, and that was kind of awful. He was, like, in El Segundo in some... Uh, you know, temporary housing. So that was pretty hard. Um, but then I don't know. I, like temp- I, I get the impression from Christine, she missed having help on the chores more than she missed the sleeping. <laughs> oh, totally. She did list Sad a lot of chores. Sounded to me like she could have just hired a housekeeper and that would have taken care of most of the trouble. <laughs> but, that, but that's why I have him. I don't need a housekeeper. I have him to do the laundry. And now we know why he moved away. Him. All right. Thank you, Christine. Uh, <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Tuesday morning on the Kevin Bean Show. Uh, what's going on? Here's Allie with what's happening. Well, this is going to interest Kevin a lot. Yes. And it's going to interest anybody that was watching as the U.S. women's national team won the World Cup. And what is people, going on? Well, I'm telling you. Watched every game, loved every game. And you said you were sad because now it's over and you can't watch the U.S. women's team. You're like, oh, what's it's going over. On? This stinks. Well... U.S. Soccer and Allstate today have announced a multi-year partnership 
headlined by all states presenting a five-game victory tour. Stop number one. Yes. Saturday, August 3rd, the USA hosts the Republic of Ireland at the Rose Bowl. What's going on? I'm telling you. How great is that? We get the first stop in Ireland, right? I don't know if they have a good team. I think they're very good. They're not very good. (laughs) But I'm just saying. (laughs) But it it doesn't really matter. It's sort of a victory lap. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So that's kind of exciting. I got uh, that text from my daughter about three hours ago, and I had to tell her, uh, yeah, of course we'll go. And I'm like, oh, I hate going to the Rose Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) But it's worth it to see your girls. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Now, Kevin, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but all of the uh, champions, the the ladies on the women's uh, national team, they all play in the women's league, too, as well, right? Yes, almost all of them. Some of them play in Europe, but most of them play in almost the all of NWSL. Them. So you do have the opportunity to go see your favorite stars. Yes, anyway. but there's not one in Los but Angeles. Not, and they don't play together. And no, there's no, not. yeah, LA team. Right. Unless you consider, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. By the way, the uh, women's uh, World Cup final, and of course this makes some sense in America, um, destroyed the 2018 men's final mm-hmm. in the TV ratings. Yeah, I did that story yesterday, <laughs> right about this time. Um, <laughs> I don't listen. Yeah, uh, the ratings were only better than the 2015 World Cup final with Do the women. Do remember you saying that? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's on me. So the Rose Bowl, though, that's the takeaway. Yeah, yeah the Rose, Rose Bowl. Bowl. It that's is going to be news for people who fell in love with that team, Absolutely. watching them on TV in France. Now you mm-hmm. can go see them in person. That's awesome. Yeah, Saturday, August third, at the Rose Bowl. Tickets go on sale this Saturday at ten a.m. at ussoccer.com. If you're interested in the other cities, we don't know where they are yet, and we don't know the opponents yet. So suck it, Rose Bowl knows. What's going on over here, Mom? It's odd. It's odd. a hamburger. <laughs> Uh, John Turturro's Big Lebowski spinoff, The Jesus Rolls, which is going to follow his Lebowski character, Jesus Quintana, scheduled to hit theaters in early 2020. It's also going to star Bobby Cannavale, John Hamm, Susan Sarandon, and Pete Davidson. All right. You guys, you into it? I mean... Uh, Cohen brothers aren't aren't so much as involved as you'd want them to be. Correct. Seeing as how John Tuturo uh, directed it from his own script, but still, so you got all those cool people and Susan Sarandon. Sure. He amputated his own leg. I don't think that. Don't think that's true well, either. I mean, we don't know the plot totally yet. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I love John Tuturo, by the way. So much. Terrific too. actor. Yeah. So terrific much. Actor. So maybe yeah. could be great. You know who I love uh, acting? That Marilyn Manson. I'm sorry? Oh, is he doing some more acting? He's doing some more acting. By the way, you might remember seeing him in his debut in David Lynch's Lost Highway. Mm -hmm. He has a role in HBO's forthcoming Young Pope sequel of The New Pope. He's an asshole. He's a mean motherfucker, no doubt. I don't think we're saying that. Um, (laughs) And then last appeared in WGN's witch trial series Salem. Well... He told Revolver that he's going to be in CBS's adaptation of Stephen King's plague horror, The Stand. I want to be this guy. He's such a badass. And here's another cool part about it. He's the man who invented Booyah. He didn't. Uh, Marilyn Manson and country singer Shooter Jennings also recorded a cover of The Doors' The End for the miniseries. He is a prolific, if you will, liar and killer and murderer. 
Uh, no, it's Marilyn Manson. He's the he is the founder of ISIS. He's the founder of ISIS. I don't think any of this is true, you guys. He's just a political hack. I've never heard his politics, you guys. I'd like to punch him in the face. That seems aggressive. Just, his hands are so small. I have not noticed, um, <laughs> but now I'm curious. Asshole. Again, no, I'm trying to bring you a story about Marilyn Manson. He was born on the 4th of July, 1900. Well, wow, he's old. He is ancient. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> that is a great fact. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Kasem, for that. Uh, all right, Bean, we need to talk about this. Okay. You're moving to England, end of the year. Correct. A lot of things happen in Great Britain that don't happen here. Like rules about your mailman. Oh, now, I don't know this story you're about to tell, but I want you guys to know that I gave a lot of thought over the holiday, over the 4th of July break, about my backup plan if I can't get on in radio. Uh Uh-huh. And I think I'm going to work for the Royal Mail. Okay, well... I think that's my plan, is I'm going to be a mailman. I need you to know that... Oh, my God, no uh, one would be happier than you. That's what I think. I mean, look, I've wasted my whole life in radio up till this point. Now it's time to devote myself in the rest of my years to my true passion, delivering the mail. Well... I'm going to tell you right now, okay. it just got a little easier Oh, to be a mailman there um, after 47 postmen and women were attacked by dogs each week Holy during crap. the course of their work last year. There are now guidelines, you guys. Royal Mail has issued a set of guidelines for dog owners that they have to follow for safety of their mail delivery people. They're advising you to feed your pets before the postman arrives, put the animal in a secure room while the mail is being delivered, and then leave them there for at least 10 minutes after the postman leaves. So basically, you're feeding your dog and not letting him near the postman. These are the rules. Wow. Okay. Wow, very stringent. I don't understand. If the dog is in the house, it doesn't Mm -hmm. make any difference to the man delivering the mail. They're talking about bring your dog in from the yard when the mailman's coming? Is that what they're saying? Uh, Yeah. Forty-seven postmen and women were attacked by dogs each week during the course of their work last year. That's a surprise to me. But That's Bean a runs a marathon, so he can oh, get away. He's so quick, <laughs> so and easy. I'm very good with dogs. And too, yeah, you'd probably have little like treats in your little pocket. Treat. Well, that's the key. Obviously, you're gonna have treats. Okay. What do you guys think about my backup plan of being a mailman? Now? I don't hate it. What are they like? What are their uniforms like? They're spiffy. Are they? They're not spiffy. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Some you people sh- probably think that you're joking. Oh no! Oh Bean no! Ha- I'm not joking. Bean has been talking about this for 30 years. I've wants- always wanted to work for the post office. You really? So, yeah. Yeah. So do now they- I'm going to work for the Royal Mail. Do they have the little the little trucks, or are they oh, mostly yeah. the walkers? No, no, it's both. They have, have to wear the little shir- shorts. <gasps> well, yeah. Knee socks. Yes. Penny loafers. I don't recall the shoes. Oh, I'm what sorry. about a little chapeau? A little what? Is that a hat? A I don't know. How about I just call it a hat? hat. How about that? How about I just a little hat? Is a chapeau a hat? Did I just make up a word? And then <laughs> when somebody comes, then when somebody comes out of the front door, what do you say to him? I'm here to deliver you mail. <laughs> I don't think I have to say anything. But I think it's going to be pretty obvious. Maybe you could say, uh, "Ma'am, if you could open the door, I've got a big package for you." Let I'm, me hear that in an accent. I will, I will look forward to saying that. Go for ahead. Sure. Go ahead. Ma'am, if you'd open the door, please, I've got a big package for you. <laughs> and could you please close your robe? See, that's my fear, is that I'm going to have a lot of trouble delivering the mail. Because, because so many women want to bone yeah. you? Well, the ladies are going to see you know, see me coming, and they're going to you know, answer the door seductively. That is a huge fear. And I'm, I'm only human, you guys. Right. And I, I do have a, a very tight schedule to keep with the, sure. all the mail I have to deliver. 
So it's all happening, you guys. I'm telling you, it's all coming together. You I feel did, better about having a plan. You did the accent, and then you added, ma'am, can you please close your robe? Like, women are opening the door with their robes open for you. Don't you don't know, man. You don't know. You've she never had knows that you have a schedule, or whatever you called it, and so she's just trying to speed things up. Right? Let's get to it. I just think you're terrific. <laughs> I um, I will ch- I will check in and let you know how it's going for Battle of the Round. Oh, that'd be so great. Oh. Okay. God, I love it. After so like much. your sixth dog bite, <laughs> <laughs> he's just bringing like sirloin in his hand. He's like, I can't do it anymore. Guys. <laughs> you guys are gonna call me going, Bean. How's it going? We haven't talked to you in a month. I'm gonna be like, I'm still in the hospital. Like I've bit by a hundred dogs. <laughs> I have rabies shots every five minutes. It sucks. <laughs> My leg looks like a shredded tire. What am I doing? Okay. Well, thank you for that. I'm sorry. If you were to call us from there and say that your Mm -hmm. leg looks like, I'd like to hear it. Yeah. Come on. I just, I've already told you the news, you guys. Guys, I'm in the hospital. My leg looks like a shredded tire. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why you would have broke at the end. <laughs> look, look, I'll have a lot of time to work on the accent. Maybe I'll get some books on tape to help me. No, we're just trying to help you, man. Okay. Man. We care. Thank you for the Royal Mail update. Oh, uh-huh. thank you for letting us know about your backup plan. I don't. Yeah. When were you going to let us in on that if I, I had to do this story? I had just forgotten. I'm sorry. I mean, you know, we had some time off. We haven't all kept in touch. That's, that's the update. How about you guys? Do you have a backup plan for next year? <laughs> You did. See what you did? <laughs> now we're all going to be here. Yay! Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes, of course. The kids, the kids find love that it. so funny. <laughs> oh, you're a dick. He is asshole. An asshole. He's a mean motherfucker, no doubt. Yeah. Obviously. Happy birthday, Tom Hanks, Courtney Love, and Fred Savage. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Ali, on your uh, drive home today. Listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning and all-new Kevin and Bean Show. People are dumb. Uh, people are against pole dancing? That's... Uh, I can't what? believe this story. People are against... A pole dancing exhibition. Not at a strip club, but at a at a, a festival, basically. There was a pole, dan- ex- a, a pole dancing exhibition that has been canceled due to uptight people who think that it's inappropriate and sexual. Whatever. Nonsense. I think so, too. Plus I'm your- all for pole dancing. <laughs> Plus your passes for Comic-Con also tomorrow morning on an all-new show. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world-famous... K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.